Hey guys, happy Monday night. We got an After Dark podcast here. Hope you're doing well. I know I was a little negative on the Thanksgiving holiday in general, um, meaning I seem to assume everyone hated whatever plans they had. Thinking back, uh, I don't know why I did that. I realize some people have good lives. Some people are perfectly happy with their plans in life. I just don't personally know any of those people, so (laughs) I'm sorry. Anyway, I'm back. I'm Robin. This is an extra podcast. I haven't done two in a week since I don't know when. It's been a long time. This is me reading stuff. Who am I? I'm an artist who was born in Nebraska. I now live in LA. I don't know for how much longer, by the way. There's always a chance I'll move. LA is okay but it's also really problematic for me. I mentioned a bit of that on the last podcast, didn't I? Yeah, when talking about the Christian Bale fight I got into, which all of you loved. I was happy to tell that story, even though I didn't do the greatest job telling that story. Um, Billy told me I did say, get the fuck out of here. So that made me feel good. Um, Anyway, the problem of me having no support as an artist here, like gallery, museum wise, that's a problem. And look, some of that is my fault. I admit it right now. I don't socialize. I don't mix it up. I don't party. I don't go dancing. I don't blog about fashion. I don't throw cocktail parties. I don't know. What else do people do? I don't get a distinctive haircut and glasses to make me stand out from the crowd. What do I do? I fucking work. I work. I make my work. Deal with that, people. That's, that seems important, one would think. One would think that would qualify me, plus my resume. I've been an artist for a long ass time. I've done, do you hear me? I'm like hitting the table accidentally. Anyway, forget it. This isn't a podcast about art. This is about other things. And anyway, I'm happy, really. I mean, I mean, not really, not as a whole, I'm not happy. But as an artist, sitting here right now, I'm in my studio, I'm recovering from a head cold. Does it sound like I'm sick? I sounded really, I was really not well after like around Thanksgiving and this whole weekend. But today I started to feel better. Um, And I've been drawing today. I'm looking out my window. It's really chilly outside. I love that. I've got many layers on and a hoodie and a sweatshirt and a t-shirt and some other clothes. I'm starving. That's another thing I could improve upon. I want a sandwich, but I want someone else to make, I actually just want someone to bring it to me. I don't even want anyone to go to the trouble. I want it to appear before me. A panini, a warm one with cheese in it, please. No bacon. I don't eat bacon. No pork. So none of that. Um, Another thing, really quick, I wanted to mention, now that I've had three people, listeners of the show, tell me my voice has something in common with Tig Nataro, comedian extraordinaire. I love Tig, so that's a huge compliment. So I wanted to share that with you guys because I love her so much. The last person, Scott, hello, Scott. He explained that, you know, that we're similar but obviously opposite. So Tig is like a deadpan version of my effervescence is what he said. So that was very exciting to me. Thank you, Scott, of Western Exhibitions. I'll put a link in the description of the podcast to my Chicago gallery run by the awesome Scott. Um, check that out. And anyway, God, I'm just glad to be home, you guys. I just want to make these drawings of lions killing people. That's all I want in life right now. Let me live my life of two-dimensional murder. (laughs) 
Uh, for those, if anyone's new to the show, don't be scared. I'm actually really delightful as a person. But in my work, I kill people a lot. That's what I do. So my apologies if that's too much for you. Go look at my drawings. You'll see there's more to it than that. Robin O'Neill. Do a Google search. Go to my website, robinoneal.com. I make big drawings. By the way, if you didn't know, I use a mechanical pencil only. Here it is right here. Just a regular old. This one's a Bic. And I use 2B lead. Nothing else. I hope you like them. If you don't, go find someone else's drawings you like. No harm, no foul. I'm not going to take offense. All right. So today I wanted to do something slightly different since it's an after dark podcast. And I clearly can't talk. Um, sorry, I keep sniffing in. Sorry for everything. You know what? Just let blanket apologies out there for everything that might be bothering you about me. That seems like a good way to do it. So I missed out on, let's see, I kind of watched the new Twin Peaks when it was out. And then I went traveling and things got a little confused and I fucked up which one I was on. And so since I've been home and sick, I've rewatched everything. So I'm all caught up and God damn, I had such a good time. It's actually really good if you guys watched the new Twin Peaks, you know, each week as it came out. I think you missed out on something that happens when you watch them all smushed together. So I did that almost like a really long movie, and that was really nice. And I picked up on a lot of uh, common threads throughout certain episodes. And there were several soliloquies, and I'm a big fan of monologues and soliloquies within film. So one that I wanted to read to you um, is from episode 12, and it's Ben Horn, or Benjamin Horn, played by Richard Beamer, and I'm just going to launch into it. So today, for those of you newcomers, normally this is when I read a poem or I read an excerpt from a letter or a piece of literature or whatever, but today we're doing it. We're mixing it up. We're going Twin Peaks style as, an, uh, as a nod to hero David Lynch and the revival of Twin Peaks. So this is Benjamin Horn. Oh, God, I'm so sorry about my sniffling nose. All right, that's not what he said. Starting again, here we go. Richard, my grandson, killed that little boy. Richard never had a father. I remember writing. My father got me this old Schwinn, secondhand. He painted it green, got a new seat for it, two-toned green, kind of a lime green and a deep forest green, fat tires. Oh, it was so hard to ride that bike. But I loved that bike. I loved that bike. I'd ride with my friends. And that's how he ends. And then he kind of talks some more about going to the hospital and paying for this girl, surgery or whatever. And then he's alone again in the room. And he just repeated again, I loved that bike. I loved that bike that my father got for me. It's really powerful to me. I don't know. I, I don't know. Maybe it doesn't translate since I'm reading something that an actor said to me, to all of us who listened and watched, but I hope it did. I just found it to be a beautiful poem smushed within the storyline. Have I said smushed twice in seven minutes and 47 seconds? I think I have. That's an all-time high. Hey, by the way, sound engineer D.W. Burnham, how you doing? 
Hey, DW, uh, you've been listening. I want to know how my sound is, my dynamics, my compression, my mids, my highs, my f- frequencies, my ambiance, my reverb. <laughs> Let me know because I feel I've gotten kind of fucked up again. And so to any of, you, any of you listening, if you thought it wasn't sounding good, I apologize. I've recognized that myself. We'll remedy it, DW and me. All right, that's it, you guys. We got to wrap this shit up. You've got things to do. I've got things to do. I have questions for you before we leave. I wrote these down. Let me find it. Okay, number one, what is your least favorite thing about yourself? Let me think about mine. Didn't I ask my dad that when he was on the show? What did he, he didn't like something, my negativity. (laughs) Yeah, well, join the club. Uh, What is your favorite smell? Mine right now is the smell of frankincense. Uh, I think I've always loved it. I also like the smell of dirt, to be honest with you. Like when dirt gets wet, well, I guess that's mud. I like that smell. I like dirty smells, to be honest. Not dirty body odor, but dirty dirt dirt. Uh, dirty dirt dirt. And wh- what, what else? Oh, what is your opinion on onions? I love them any which way. I love them raw. I love them sauteed. I love them caramelized, diced, sliced. I will eat them, I already said raw. Um, Red, white, and green, I love scallions, green onions. But I notice a lot of people don't, I wanna know your thoughts on that. Um, And my last question is, what is something you learned too late in life? I don't know if I'm wording that properly. Um, I mean, some could say it's never too late, you know, we learn things the time we learn them, it's fine. But let's face it, it can be too late. And mine, the reason I ask is because I, mine's kind of highly personal and I could really get into it, but I'll just say it, I'll sum it up, I guess, like this. Um, The phrase, well, this is attributed to many people, but I think I first read it in uh, David Foster Wallace's Infinite Jest. in a, in a section of the book that's really important to me. It is, you'll worry less about what people think of you when you realize how seldom they do. And see, that's one where my dad could come in and say maybe that's negative, but that's not negative, that's realistic. People aren't thinking of you. And this kind of self-obsession um, that a lot of people who worry a lot have is really has been very problematic for me. So again, you'll worry less about what people think about you when you realize how seldom they do. Uh, I think that's all I've got for you guys. So you know I love to end it like this. We shall find peace. We shall hear angels. We shall see the sky sparkling with diamonds. Take that, people who say I'm too negative. That's Anton Chekhov, not me, as if you were fooled. The things I say sound more like Drink some water, eat an apple, be quiet, take a walk, and get the fuck out of here. I love you guys. Have a good night. I'll talk to you Thursday. Bye-bye.